what's going on everybody welcome today is thursday it's december 22nd 2022 my name is jeremy and this is my first cup that is warm i want to say good morning to all of you who's here good morning mark liz dennis jenny and whoever else is here i don't care if you're here right now i don't care if you're here in a minute I don't care if you watch before you go to bed tonight. I don't care if you're watching it two years in the future, as I drool on myself. I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming by. It means a lot. Because otherwise, I'm a crazy person talking to nobody. Like the early days of this show. And good morning, Stacy. How are you all? How was your Wednesday? How did it go? Tell me the good stuff. Tell me about your classes. Tell me about your training. Tell me your wins. And if there's stuff that you need support on, drop that in the chat too. I can't promise I get to everything, but we got a pretty solid community of people here that, that chime in and help each other out. Most of the conversation is on Facebook, but actually it's split today. It's like perfectly split between Facebook and Twitch right now. We're all over the place. And in coming weeks, we will be adding more spots good morning andy uh, i had a good wednesday i did i had a really good wednesday actually uh went to the gym worked on some kicking worked on some footwork had a good productive work day found out that the thing that fell off of my wood stove is supposed to do that and I can just put it back on and it's fine. That's cool. Didn't expect that. Um, I was watching the new Gabriel Iglesias comedy special last night. His best special ever. One of the best comedy specials ever. The most authentic comedy special I've ever seen. The perfect balance of humor and vulnerability. It was, I'm not quite done with it. I think it's another 20, 30 minutes. So good. If you have Netflix, check it out. Really, really impressive. He sold out Dodger Stadium for a show. That's a big deal. If you don't, if you don't know how comedy usually works, selling out a stadium, that's not something that happens often. A couple people have sold out Madison Square Garden. I think uh, Dane Cook and Kevin Hart. I'm not even sure that they sold it out but anyway there you go i would encourage you all to check it out mark says fluffy yeah fluffy's great i really appreciate stand-up comedy there's something very pure about stand-up and i think it relates let me not relates I, there are similarities with martial arts if you've ever taught a martial arts class, you know, well, hopefully, the power of humor in getting people to remain attentive, to convey messages, to instruct lessons. It's crowd management, just as stand-up is. Now, of course, hopefully, if you're doing stand-up, you have a larger crowd than a typical martial arts class, but if you're starting out, maybe not. The importance of being able to engage with the crowd, 
and to know what they need, excuse me, what they need it is really important. And if you want to be a better instructor in that way, you know, we've got the, the Matic, the teacher training stuff and that continues to grow. Actually, Craig and I had a call last night talking about a little bit, but if you want to learn how to be better in front of a group, go take improv classes. I don't think there's anything you can make real progress with faster that would translate over. Your ability to react to what's going on on the fly is really valuable. If you teach kids and one of them does something ridiculous and you just, and just stop and you can't come up with words and you're staring at them and now everyone's staring at them, giving them attention while well, you've just told all the other kids, hey, I want you to do this ridiculous thing as well. You're probably going to lose grip of the class. But if you can figure out how to handle these situations by figuring out situations in general, improv's a good way to do it. One of the most valuable classes I took in college was I took it because I thought it would be fun and it was my final semester senior year and I was pretty sure I could get a fairly easy A. What was it? It was essentially improv. I'm trying to remember the name of the class. Anyway, had a blast, learned a ton. And it really, you know, it's funny. I haven't thought of this class in this way probably ever. It really set the tone for a lot of things for my life and, and just the way I show up in front of groups because I was able to see progress myself and I had some people in the class who were absolutely amazing. And sorry, I just got distracted. There was I'm trying to remember this one person. No, this person. Anyway, let's put that aside. Got to show up, right? And there were some people who were so amazing in the class that it gave me like, wow, how, how do I get there? They really modeled what I was trying to do. People offering the support of hugs in the chat means a lot to me that you all support each other. You know, um, one of my favorite things in the world, and I, I believe I've said this recently, is bringing people together. It's something I've always had a skill for, and I actually, I used to resent it. I used to get really frustrated when I would have friends meet other friends, and then they'd go off and become great friends. And leave me out. They became better friends with each other than they either of them were with me. But I look at it differently now. They needed each other. They found each other. They benefited from having each other in their lives. And whether or not I was included in the way I wanted to be, they valued that. And so now I've taken that and I understand it a lot better. And if you look at the Whistlekick mission, it's the first word, connect. I enjoy connecting people with each other. The connections that happen as a result of this show or of martial arts radio, of the seminars or free training day or all in weekend, whatever. Those connections are real and they last because we bring good people together for the right reasons. That's why it's first. It's not 
educate, entertain, connect. It's not entertain, educate, connect. It's connect. Because if we connect the right people with each other, those other two become a lot simpler. We bring people together in educational ways. They're going to have fun. That's all you need to do. Just keep that in mind. It doesn't just apply to martial arts. It applies to everything. It applies to business. It applies to friendships. It applies to family. What happens at a family gathering? It, you know, it's the holiday season. Plenty of you are getting together with family. You know the difference between a good group of people getting together where you don't have to plan anything. Good stuff just happens. When you get the right people in the room, it's entertaining. You have good conversation, probably some good food, and you love those days. Now, what about if the wrong people show up? What about if people who are grumpy show up? There's a lot less education. The entertainment sometimes goes the complete opposite direction. Something to keep in mind. Dennis says, so very kindly, the driving mission of Whistlekick is simply to bring people together. Mission accomplished, my friend. Thank you. It's um, mission in progress, not accomplished, because there are far more people to connect. We will not stop until they're all connected, which is a ridiculous lofty goal, which means I get to keep working on it. I put some things in place yesterday. Many of you know more details, but I'll, I'll share just a, a little bit that, you know, when I was in Florida, I was there for a conference. And the conference, while not professionally focused, certainly brought in some professional elements and gave me some clarity on some things. And it was truly life-changing. And it is has catalyzed a lot of things. Well, I will be back in that space in August for a business-focused event with more or less the same people and the same concepts. If a week can change my life, what can a week do for Whistlekick? It was scary to do. It's not inexpensive. It was a big commitment, but I can do it. And I will do. I am doing it. So now I have plenty of goals. One of the big ones being that I see this event as magnifying wherever we are at. I want to get us as far as we can be before I get there because it'll help move that much further, right? It's a magnifier. Uh, yeah, that's the best word I can use. So pump for that. What's going on today? Uh, had a number of meetings canceled. Andrew and I are doing some recording. I'm looking forward to that. And I don't even know what we're recording, but that's why I'm glad I have Andrew because he th figures all that stuff out. I send him ideas. Some of you may not know that. Um, our planning for what Thursday episodes we're going to record are, they take minutes because in between, I'll have an idea for a show and I just email him. Hey, we should do a show on this. What if we did a show on this? I'd like to do a show on this. Can you get this person? Oh, I want to do a show on this, and we should have this person come in 
to do it with us, right? Like that kind of stuff. And so he keeps all those ideas and kind of filters them and we'll have our call this afternoon and he'll say, here are the ones I think we should do. And he'll throw some at me and I'll say, you know, uh, I don't like that one as much right now. My brain's not good for that one. That one's going to be really easy. Let's do that. Oh, that one, we're going to need to have like a prep meeting for that. There are some where I say, you know, we need an outline. We need to hack that together. Uh, those episodes don't come out as often because I, I, I like the, the organic, just kind of the flow. But it is Thursday and that means there is an episode and I'm pretty sure I know which one it is, but because I don't for sure, I'm going to check. Dun, 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 dun. Aha! I thought that's what it was. It is, is. And so. Martial Arts World, Word, blah, 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 blah. Martial Arts Word Association 2. Enough people had fun with the first one that we did another one. <clears throat> it's a little bit different of a format. It's kind of silly. It's fun. But I'm also trying to make it relevant and, and, and substantive. Andrew gives me a word. I riff on that word until I start losing steam. Then it gives me another word. We're going to keep getting better at that. My hope is, and, and Andrew, you'll probably see this before we do recording today. That was a bad sentence. Andrew, you'll probably see this before we record this afternoon. My hope is that we get to a point where there's a little bit of playfulness in there, where I'll be going and he's looking. Think of the analogy of double dutch for those of you who are old enough. Not that I ever played double dutch, but I understand the concept, right? Two jump ropes and two people swinging them. And the third person has to watch their time. They have to get their timing before they can jump in. And you know, that timing thing, watching that timing that happens all over the place, but double dutch is meant to be Rhythmic. It's meant to be at the same cadence, each swing. So Andrew's job in that analogy would be to watch where's the point where Jeremy's wrapped up a thought and I can throw a new word at him before the new thought comes along. We'll get there. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be fun. It keeps me on my toes. I like having to think. I do. I like having to think about this stuff. Uh, and it's fun. So. Um, you know, I'm going to respond to this because this is something that I've been working on in my life. Liz says, my Wednesday was a little bit off all day, but I still accomplished what I needed to. It was difficult for me to stay focused on each task. Mindfulness was my struggle yesterday. Uh, and, and I missed this when, when I was talking about same, the event I went to, Stacy says, same organization, start sleep banking now. Uh, it is the same organization. And I'm not expecting it to be as late in the morning. Or, yeah, morning. I'm not expecting that we're going to be going from 10 or 11 in the morning to 2 or 3 in the morning with this one. But it's probably still going to be pretty late. And it's going to be intense. So, yes, uh, a couple of weeks beforehand, I will probably just sleep all day. Well, not really. Um, 
So I want to spot respond to Liz with a couple of tricks that have been helpful for me of late uh, on those days that are off. Here's the first one. I think we all know that movement is really helpful for us. That if we're getting plenty of movement, if we're going to class regularly, if we're training, it makes a big difference. Now, that movement doesn't have to be 30 or 60 minutes. I think we often forget that. And I think that we think about midday movement as getting up and going for a walk. That could be the case. But it could also be 30 seconds of shadow boxing. Maybe not super intense if you're concerned about warming up. But if it's enough to get your heart rate up, it's enough to break the pattern of what you've been doing. And it can shake you out of that. If you are someone who really enjoys music, if there's music that gets you pumped up, put some music on while you do it. It could be 30 seconds, it could be a full song. You've got time, you've got five minutes to do this and move around. And this is one of the concepts I pulled from this conference. It's something that I'm doing through, not constantly through the day, but if I find my energy level dropping, that I'm not thinking, I'm not on point, I come in here, and I put on a song and maybe I'm dancing it out. Maybe I'm shadow boxing. Maybe I'm working on my kicking, but I'm getting my heart rate up. My energy levels up. I'm listening to a song that's, that sends me through the roof. And when it's done, I go back and do what I was doing. And it is a complete game changer. So that's the first suggestion that I'm going to offer. You might consider doing if you have to, if maybe you work in a corporate environment, maybe you don't want to dance at your desk. Maybe you don't want a shadow box in the middle of the office. You're afraid, you know, somebody's going to call security. Go in the bathroom. Go into the bathroom, go into a stall, if you don't have one-person bathrooms, and just shadow box with your hands. I keep, well, I don't know why I'm patting my pocket because I don't have them in there right now, but I carry my, my earbuds. I've got a, a pair of uh, Google Pixel earbuds that I, I really like. Sound quality is okay, but what I like about them is they, you know, like like uh, AirPods. They, they come in a rechargeable case and everything, and they're just constantly there because I never know when I need a little bit of music. And they, I would put them in my ears, and not that I have to do this. I work alone from home, but I, I'd be in that bathroom stall, and I'd just for three to four minutes, and then I'd go back to my desk, right? So that's an option. You can certainly do that. The other thing that you might consider is breaking down what it is you're, you're working on. Now, there are plenty of reasons why we get distracted. There are plenty of things to steal your focus. Totally understand. I'm not denying that. But whether it's coming in from outside thoughts or depression and anxiety, whatever, whatever the cause is, what's the smallest thing you can work on right now? What do I, what's the thing that I should do? You know, I get up, I shadow box, I get a little bit of clarity, and then I come back and I say, okay, what should I be working on right now? What's the most important thing? Well, but I got to do this. It doesn't matter. You can't work on all those things at once. What's the one? Well, I should really go through and sort my email. Probably not. That's probably a bad choice. But 
Let's say it is because it's the first one that came to mind. Came to mind. Okay, I'm going to go through and I'm going to sort my email. I'm going to set a timer on my phone for a period of time that feels manageable. Maybe it's five minutes. And I set that timer and five minutes comes up and I take a breath and I shake it out and I, I disconnect myself. I look away from my computer. Maybe I have to put the earbuds in. See, here's the thing. When we're not able to focus, when we're not being present, when we're stressed, when we're tired, when we're anxious, fearful, there's a voice in the back of our head. It might be our voice. It might not be our voice. It's often somebody else's voice that we hold on to. Every day is not going to be your best day. That's okay. In fact, it can't be any other way. But every day you can make progress, just like with training, right? We talk about that some days of training are remaining stagnant. And that being a much better choice than regression. Some days you have breakthroughs and you have to celebrate those. Everything we do is that. If you think about days you have with friends or family, projects around the house, professional things, every day is not equally productive. You take the wins when you have them and you try to mitigate the I'm not going to call them losses, but the less effective days, because that's all we can do. So if you spend a third of your time, half of your time, three quarters of your time, guiding yourself to remain focused or present or mindful or productive or whatever it is, you have to celebrate the rest of it. The average person in a corporate environment gets maybe two to three hours of actual work done in a given day. And some of you might think that that doesn't make any sense, but I want you to really think about it. Think about the time spent switching from task to task, bathrooms, unproductive meetings, getting the day started, finishing up the day, taking unnecessary phone calls, dealing with unnecessary email. There's actually not a lot of work going on. So it's okay. It's okay that you don't turn out eight hours of amazing work every day. If you could, you'd be an absolute monster. I don't know anybody that does that. I can't even do that. Not in an eight hour day anyway. I could probably turn out a solid, really good eight hours in 12 to 14. Not eight, not even 10. I'm pretty good. I'm not that good. Good morning, Brian. Here we go, Jenny. I was drinking out of that mug yesterday. Do what you can with what you have, where you are. All you can do is the best you can do. It doesn't matter if someone else wants you to do more. That's what you can do. If someone wants you to do more than the best you can do, it's their obligation to help you get there. It's something I am proud of with the team. I try to help them. What do you need? How can I be helpful? One of them messaged me yesterday, not going to say who, and they're kind of stumbling on, a, on something I've given them. 
I said, is it time for me to step in? Do you want my help? Is this escalated past the point where I'm just saying, you can do this and cheering them on. And I got back, no, 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 I, I've, I've got this. We're not there yet. I want to try this. Great. Because I try to give everybody the opportunity to do their best and to show up. This is important stuff, and I, and I hope that you all get it. Do what you can with what you have where you are. If anybody needs thoughts or support on this, let me know. There are some things brewing in the back of my mind around this. Uh, I don't know if they'll manifest into episodes or products. I have no idea. Last comment on this subject. Then we're going to switch gears because Frank did send over some stuff for us to talk about. And I want to make sure that we get there before we close the show. This is the corporate two and a half hours of actual productivity statistic changed the way I actually work now. I didn't realize that. And I was, and it was leading to burnout because I was trying to do eight hours of hardcore work daily. It becomes difficult when you're, when you're a cog in the machine and you're given all these things to do. But if you have some direction over what you do, I don't care if it's personal work, professional work, any industry, it doesn't matter what it is. Most people major in minor things. Most people spend the time vacuuming their house when the roof is falling in. Because it's easy to vacuum. It's easy to get that job done. It doesn't take a lot of time or energy. It's unlikely that you're going to struggle with it. You're not going to get it wrong. It doesn't cost much money. How long can you ignore the roof caving in before it becomes a big problem? This is where like the, the tool motion that I use becomes really, really powerful for me. Because if I'm honest with myself about how important this is, how long it's going to take, when I should start doing it, and when it's due, if it's due, my life changes because I no longer have to think about those things and make that decision. If any of you have uh, say over your day and your schedule professionally, I would strongly encourage you to use motion. It's, if you sign up for the year, it's like 17 bucks a month. Or I shouldn't have to pay for that, my boss should. Yeah, they should. And you know what? I bet you, you will get so much time back that you will receive a raise that more than covers it. If anybody wants to talk to me about that more. All right. Uh, stuff Frank sent over. Thank you, Frank, for all of your work. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you to Josh for our theme song. Thank you to Denise for the podcast audio feed. All right, here we are. Where are they? This Saturday will mark the seventh anniversary of Itman 3. We talked about Itman was that earlier this week. It wasn't that long ago. And yeah, there's several of them. The anniversary of Itman 3 in Hong Kong. Some trivia from IMDb. Donnie Yen's wife publicly expressed her worries that Yen might get hurt by Mike Tyson. 
However, it was Yen who ended up fracturing Tyson's index finger while filming one of the fight scenes. Keep your hands closed, Mike. It's got to be tough for somebody who's used to having gloves. You know, their hands are, are, are not super tight. They're open a little bit in a fight scene without gloves. The real Bruce Lee began learning Wing Chun from Ip Man when he was 16 years old, and he passed away when he was 32 years of age. Danny Kwan Sham, who played Lee, seeking Ip to be his master in the movie, was 40 at the time of filming. Donnie Yen studied Mike Tyson's past matches to prepare physically and mentally for the fight scenes with him. As a former world heavyweight champion boxer, Tyson punches over 1,500 foot-pounds of force in the ring. Can you imagine taking your fight scene in a film so seriously that you approach it as most of us would approach a fight? I'm going to watch all the fights I can. I'm going to learn about my opponent. When really this, in the scene, it's a partner. Right? You're trying to create this experience together for, for film, for the audience. But you also have to bring in enough of a combative spirit, adversarial spirit, to sell it. That's got to be really difficult. We're going to fight. The world has to believe that I hate you. But we also have to have a, an undertone of trust with each other. That sounds really challenging. It says, thank you, Frank, Josh, and Denise. So everybody's concerned about the rain. I actually have, I don't know if you all do, but I have a, uh, those of you in Vermont, I have a uh, winter storm, wind sort of warning. For those of you who are not here, I'll tell you what the weather is. It's 14 right now. Um, it's going to warm up and then it will be above freezing so we're going to lose a lot of the snow but tomorrow it's going to rain all day and then it's going to get cold and then this weekend it's going to be cold so that coupled with what they're talking about is persistent 25 to 35 mile per hour wind gusts snow coming off trees rain cold we're going to see power lines coming down uh, I'm still down an internet connection right now, but fortunately I got two because these shows are important to me. I think it's funny. I have better internet connection than most people in those cities and I live in the woods. Ha ha. Uh, oh, Stacy's saying predicting 65 to 70 mile per hour winds on the west side of the mountains up here. Ooh. So this is where I'm glad I lived on. I live on the east side. <laughs> and I'm glad I have a wood stove and, and all these things. Um, just a reminder, have a way to heat your home. If the power goes out, there are lots of ways to do it. Have some water put aside a gallon a day per person. Water is cheap. It's easy to store. Um, there are plenty of, you know, if you, if you live in a small apartment, you could put water along the back of the closet. Water doesn't go bad. Anybody who tells you otherwise is ignorant. It's the best word. You can pull your couch forward and you can line up some water there. There are lots of ways you can do this. But remember, you can survive for a couple days without water. That's it. So put up some water. Get some rice. Have a way to heat and cook food without power. It's important. 
Maybe we'll have a show on that. Frank, think about that. If you'd like to have a show on, on that, we can do that. Alrighty. I hope you all have a great day. I appreciate you coming by. And if you want, you might consider following us. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Rumble. We're everywhere. You can think of at Whistlekick. If you want to support us, we've got the Patreon. You could invite friends to this show. I bet you all know a friend who loves training, who loves martial arts, who is part of the same spirit that we all share and would enjoy this show and, let's face it, the community that exists alongside it. Invite them. You could also make a purchase using the code FIRSTCUP15. We do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch are our primary channels. We're slowly rolling out to others. If you want to know, if you want to get the notifications, make sure you subscribe. If you subscribe to us on YouTube, you've got to turn on notifications. I haven't said that in a while, but this is the case. All right, Liz is asking for a show on that. Stacy says, charging my rechargeables today. Oh, thank you. Stacy's reminding me. TikTok. Yes, we are also on TikTok. There are things in the works. You're going to, all, all the whistle kit contents come out on my personal TikTok lately, uh, really since the beginning. But uh, things are starting to happen. We've got some stuff grooving. I'm really pumped for it. You're going to see whistle kick take a big step forward. Have a great day. Zed says it. Have a great day, everyone. I hope you do. And I hope to see you back here tomorrow for our Friday show. Take care, everyone. Peace.